It feels really nostalgic to me. Is That's it too nostalgic? Yeah, That's... are people gonna like it? Fuck them. Welcome back, listener. It's episode 30. We're the Hard Men to Please, and we're chasing Oscar gold with the best and worst named movies in the slate of Best Picture nominees La La Land and Lion. I'm Jared. I'm Ethan. And then uh, we got we got a fan favorite. Anthony's back. Hi. People have been clamoring for this guy to come back ever since the Our one uh, three or four sentences we let him speak on the Rogue One podcast. <laughs> and then we got a long-time listener, first-time caller, Kat. Hello. Also from Rhode Island, or are you from New York? Uh, originally Rhode Island, yeah. But currently also in Rhode Island? Wow. And currently also in Rhode Island. <laughs> nice and consistent. They're in, the, they're, they're in the same room. This is the first. Yeah, is it? In real life pod. Well, doing. no, we had everyone we did from Sundance was you and me in the same room. Well, that's true. If you count that. I don't. Those podcasts were terrible. They haven't had a good one in <laughs> about a month. And <laughs> that's since the Rogue One. So now we're back on... We're back true to form with Anthony on. Oh, boy. <laughs> no yeah, the more people, no. the better, so we don't have to carry much weight here. Um, and this is Newgrounds as a first lady on the podcast. I'm a... fucking honored. Oh, can I swear? Yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> okay. completely clean. The name will go down in history. Yeah. Because we, we already have a hard have, woman. Yeah. We have a hard woman. We've had, um, <laughs> we have a couple of, of ethnic folks on the podcast. Uh, one gay. So it's like a rainbow coalition, Ethan? and then like twelve white straight guys. Yep. Twelve. <laughs> yeah, we're we doing deep. God's work here. Oh yeah, in God's country, Rhode Island. So, <laughs> you guys are excited about the Oscars. You take this very seriously, right? Oh yeah. Yes. This is my Super Bowl. Oh. All right. Nice. The Super Bowl is my Super Bowl. I don't have a Super Bowl. Now that I, think I can about see it. that. <laughs> The puppy bowl is mine. <laughs> That's a good choice. <laughs> you. <laughs> so have you guys seen, um, do you guys make it a point to see every big uh, best picture nom or every movie that has any nomination or, or what? Oh, yeah, I sure do. And uh, unfortunately this year I'm, I'm at about two out of all of them. Yeah, I only watched Lion and La La Land. <laughs> yeah, I really hope it was fucking the two movies we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I saw that, um... What was that other Amy Adams one? Uh, Arrival? Uh, no, the other one. Oh, okay. Nocturnal Animals? Mm. Yes, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, uh, that was good as hell. It wasn't nominated, though. Uh, wasn't it? Isn't that... Didn't Michael Shannon get a nomination? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, never mind. Uh, but it didn't get one. Surprising, because Arrival did, which is a travesty. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, don't bother. No, but... Our fellow hard men both agree that it's terrible. I can't. I haven't been able to listen to so many episodes of this podcast because I'm trying to avoid spoilers because I do actually intend to see them all, but, like, we'll see. Oh, you actually have listened to some episodes, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. You guys have talked about a lot of movies I haven't seen yet, so I'm holding off on a bunch, but... We're thinking of doing heavyweights uh... after the Oscars are done, so you tune in on that one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, really? listen. Yeah. <laughs> she she heard the Westworld one. She she knows. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, crystal clear audio. 
<laughs> that was our high point. Well, uh, Ethan, why don't you take us off? As the result of a, uh, a coin toss, uh, whose result I don't remember, we're going to do Lion first. Okay. So, Great. do you want me to just go oh, through yeah. the credits here? Oh, yeah. Let's let's do it officially. We did really, we've been really slacking, like, the past four weeks. Yeah, I blame you mostly, so, yeah, I'll, I'll that's, save that's this. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Because your podcast is pumping. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> just had I to scrap the last one but thanks for bringing that up no, so lion is a movie that was released this year uh written by luke davies director gareth garth excuse me garth davis if they're not related i looked into you that. don't know that <laughs> well people with no. different last names can be related yeah but they're not so okay deal with it this movie stars Dev Patel as old Saru and Sonny Pawar as young Saru. Cutest kid. Like, they should put an award out for cutest kid in a movie. He should win Best Actor. <laughs> he was great. The kid from Room could have won Cutest Kid last year. And then... That kid wasn't cute. What? Sonny so Pawar cute. blows that kid oh, out of the water. all malnourished and everything. <laughs> That's not cute to you? <laughs> That's cute in like that, uh, who's that lady? Maria Bartiromo. Have we gone over this on this podcast? Nope. She's cute in the way that like you feel like you have to hand her a tissue and give her a bowl of soup. <laughs> she always looks kind of like she's had a slight head cold. Those puffy eyes and the reddish nose. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Anthony, don't Anthony does that do anything for you? Uh, <clears throat> well. <laughs> oh, that that's her? No. It, it brings out your nurturing side. No. What's no, her name? I want to look at a picture while we're Maria talking. Maria Bartiromo. She's some like asshole on like CNBC or uh, some like Wall Street asshole. But uh, you know, got kind okay. of a, a Isabella Rossellini kind of kind of look. Italian, okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand. You, you certainly have a type. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, what an obscure um, reference. Maria Bartiromo. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know who doesn't need a... Yeah, she def definitely doesn't need a cup of soup. That's Nicole Kidman. Ooh, she needs a full meal. That lady's <laughs> looking thin. Nah, she's fine. Uh, she played Miss Mrs. Brewerly. Um, <laughs> Brewery. <laughs> Mrs. Brewery. David Wenham, Mr. Brewery. And Rudy Mara as... Faramir <laughs> from uh, Lord of the Rings. You know yeah. that? Fuck oh. yeah, he is. Do you get excited about that? <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed. Dip's been waiting to talk about this yeah. all day. I'm only going to call him Faramir from here on out. That's fair. So. Ooh. Amir. Uh, uh. Yeah. So this sounds like a good-ass movie. What happens in this stupid movie? I'm sorry, good Whoa. movie. <laughs> You're coming up from all over the place here. Uh, so... Movie is about a kid who falls asleep on a train, gets lost, and then finds his way home. How's about, uh, this how's about that? This happened in India, by the way. That should probably. Yeah, that's true. It does happen in India. He does Not find really his way home. I mean, the, the, the book was based was named like the Long Way Home or something, right? Yeah, we did not read it. Uh, Homeward Bound <laughs> at all was used. The title was taken. Hmm. Well, uh, let's let's defer, I guess, ladies first. Uh, so, Anthony, what do you think about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, uh... Why don't you paint the picture of 
what it was like moments after we we finished. The yeah, story. we uh we sat and cried. <laughs> no, not quietly. Not quietly. <laughs> Loud okay. ball. We were it was bad. Like I, for a while. I like, yelled. Yeah, it was my Marley and me Holocaust again. Oh, I couldn't goodness. deal with it. I didn't know the movie was about the Holocaust. Actually, <laughs> the doggy Holocaust. What, Marley and me. <laughs> the dog at the Holocaust. <laughs> so this was what so really you touched you guys. No, we. It was. Oh, it touched us. Yeah. Why? Why? Don't ruin Lion. <laughs> what? Ha- no, we're spoiling yeah. all the movies, so you're allowed to say everything. Right. No, he's making it perverted, and this was a beautiful fucking movie. Oh. Yeah, but it the movie does have uh, strong yeah. suggestions of child rape in it, which I could have done without. Yeah. Really. I mean, it happened. But... Reality, yeah. Yeah, reality is bad. That's why I go to the movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you guys were crying, but... For me, this one, uh, I saw a, a poster for it in the, the Broadway theater that we went to for Sundance Eve. And they, it said, you know, the feel-good movie of the year. And I'm like, okay. No, it didn't. No it did. It said, <laughs> it said it's a feel, the feel-good movie of the year. Or, you know, feel-good movie of Dev Patel's career. Or, I don't know. I, I mean... I can understand why they thought that would be the case. I, I was very heartbroken. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, there... Well, like there was like good. There were some and, tears of yeah. joy, certainly. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we're gonna cut right to the ending. Um, Spoiler alert! <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the movie, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. Yeah, like I like we didn't know what happened. Like we we're just kind of like, oh, it's no, yeah, we just picked a movie to go see, and yeah. we're like, yeah, well, <laughs> and then it ended up, you know, changing a movie about lines, lions. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and bullshit. There were no lions in it. This movie yeah, was so good for me that I didn't spend a second in the middle of it thinking like why the fuck is this called lion <laughs> i was thinking about that a lot see you saw it in the and then though, and right? so i had forgotten oh we saw it in the theater and i had forgotten that that was even the goddamn title by the end of the movie so that when the title card read like he was mispronouncing his own name his real name is through and that means dot 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 lion i fell on the floor i was bawling yeah. oh my like god long, uh, if there was an joke. oscar for like best used of exposition Best use of title cards, like best use of real life footage. Oh, best give use it to all of them. Uh, Sia, yeah. Best use of Sia, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Most acceptable underuse of an Oscar nominee in Rooney Mara. What was she nominated for? Carol? Um, Probably. No, a Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Really? Ooh, I haven't seen that yeah. one. Have you seen that one yet? Oh, it's great. I have not seen that one, no. I saw the, the Swedish one, and I wanted to see that one, but I didn't. Yeah, you know what? I enjoyed it as much as the Swedish one. Ooh. I mean, it's got Daniel Craig. It was... Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that the Daniel Craig one? <laughs> yeah, sure yeah. is. I haven't I didn't watch it. Um, so, uh, so you guys both loved it, but in, like, a it hurt you way? Or did you hate it? I mean, I, mean, I, I, I... get the sense you liked it. No, no, I loved no, no, it. Yeah, no, no, no absolutely yeah. loved it. I also loved it in a... Well, like... That it... kid was adorable way. I <laughs> loved it in a, like... Good deal. It's like a baby duck. <laughs> like the whole thing we were like you know the build up and we're like oh this is great oh my god you know he's gonna see his family and then he opens the like the you know hut and his mom turned into a goat and we were like what the fuck? and then <laughs> a witch see, uh, you know like 
like his family was like actually alive and we're like holy shit and then no because leading up to that i was like oh this this is like oscar bait they're gonna do something horrible to us his whole family's (laughs) gonna be dead like he's never gonna find them or google maps is gonna crash and we're living in an alternate (laughs) reality today like yeah but that's not what happened or trump's not gonna let him back into america after he travels to india that's exactly what happened to that little boy but (laughs) that's true yeah the kid you think the little boy uh little sunny he couldn't come see the premiere because he couldn't get a visa or something yeah no or like maybe he eventually did at the last minute i think they did get him in eventually but um how stupid um roll out the carpet for that kid yeah so ethan how did you think this movie compared in terms of uh uh, maternal anguish to uh dumbo for instance like i watched this with my wife and she was like why are we watching this this is the saddest movie i've ever seen i'm like don't forget dumbo um (laughs) it's the second saddest movie ever yeah i mean dumbo is kind of rough as an adult Mm -hmm. like a parent i haven't seen it as an adult it's incredibly racist no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's gross. a character oh. named Jim Crow oh. in it. <laughs> <laughs> no! And yeah. they're jailbirds. Oh, my God. Oh, so catchy, though. <laughs> Don't yeah, really bad. <laughs> How much more deprogramming I have to do on myself? Um, let's just skip oh, watching wow. Dumbo forever and just agree God that damn. it's bad. That's fucked up. Yeah. So I you guys... Walt Disney's favorite movie. Maybe because of the racism. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I like how all the races are kind of well identified and segregated from each other. <laughs> uh, did you like it? Uh, well, first up, so you guys are saying you didn't know any of the story coming into it, Anthony? No, Cat. I, no I we were we were just kind of like, hey, mm. movie, okay, okay, yeah, that's that's, a, that's like the Heavily best way featured. to see a movie, honestly. Yeah, that's yeah. the best way to see a movie for sure. It, it's especially good when you're seeing this movie. Because I knew, <laughs> I knew the whole story. Because on Google Maps they had like a promotion where you could like watch and go through all the map where he went and stuff. Blah blah blah. Uh, I did Wait, that a while what? ago. What? Yeah, how long ago? Uh, it was a few months back before I knew we were gonna do this podcast. Okay. Uh, so I knew the whole time he was gonna find his his mother. So the whole movie was just like. Get on with it! Come on! Like I don't want to see this little, <laughs> I don't want to see this sweet baby boy oh, suffering. Sucks. Yeah, I mean, if we knew like ahead of time what was going Entirely on, yeah, different we'd probably be like, "All right, fuck this movie." Yeah, that but... was. Yeah, I wish I did not. So, did not have a fun time. Yeah, I was halfway between those two. Like, I didn't know for a fact that he got home, but I did know that it was allegedly a feel-good movie. And then just, like, the whole... It's based on a true story. It was like, well, why would they even, like... Why would the story have gotten out if he didn't find his parents? So I kind of was in the same boat as you, where I'm like, I actually liked the first half of it. It was really exciting, and I didn't know just how far away he would get. So I guess that's... I didn't know mm-hmm. as much as you. So I'm like, oh, he's on the streets, you know, yada yada. And then he goes to Australia, and then it's like, okay, well, now he's safe. And I just played like Dev Patel, who's not cute at all. So now I, I don't really care as much. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of like waiting for him to get home. Yeah, the yeah the first whole first half, I was just kind of like, yeah, just really cringing, and like I didn't want to watch the little kid get raped or anything, like, like sold oh, off or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to watch this, and then Nicole Kidman shows up, and I'm like, oh, okay, everything's happy again. Yeah. But that was 40 minutes into the movie. <laughs> so you didn't like any of it because the first part was uncomfortable and the second part was boring exactly 
Oh, okay. Okay, I mean, you're wrong. But... Yeah. <laughs> I also have no soul and no Vito. heart, so take that into yeah. account. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think Ethan and I have ever agreed on a movie. Now that I think about it, like, oh. <laughs> you, both, you guys both well, like Game well, of Thrones. We agree on Dumbo. At least you got yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, we agree Dumbo's racist. Um, I did. Did you know how much of the story was true, Ethan? What do you mean, like in the movie? How much of it was close to the story? Yeah, the real life story. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying how much the actual guy himself lied when writing his autobiography. It's <laughs> very possible. Um, yeah. I don't, I mean, as far as I know, like, I really think he made up that girlfriend, to be honest. That part might be made up because he probably didn't date Rooney Mara. <laughs> it was, it was Kate Mara. It would be a huge Ooh. coincidence. <laughs> what a, what a drop off. <laughs> um, because I was wondering, I mean, I guess what I, what what thing I found a little irritating about this because it's got it, it's kind of weird after watching Moonlight, which is a very strong uh, three part movie. This is a very strong two part movie. It's very much one part, then you're in a completely separate part, and the whole second part um, they kind of front load like as soon as he realizes, which I thought was a good scene because he sees the jujubes or whatever the fuck they are. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like the jujubes. <laughs> What are they called? Jalebis, yeah. Jalebis. Jalebis. And they're fucking delicious. Jalebis. Oh, well, he's never had them before. I guess they don't have them in Tasmania or wherever he was. Um, and he realizes, oh, I mean, like, it's all coming back to me. And then, like, that next scene, they kind of, like, come up with the whole idea. And I wonder if they should have, like, slowly done Because they're like, oh, well, you could just find out the, the speed of the train and, mm-hmm. you know, how all these fucking... Uh, hotel managers are so excited about the math of it and they're like you can you know build a radius and then you can use google earth to do this and this and then he just kind of does that the rest of the movie and then uh he just kind of randomly finds it right eventually yeah yeah he has like a breakdown moment yeah yeah so it's kind of like one of those uh oh it's after he goes outside the perimeter oh he just like for the first time original search spins the globe like 40 miles (laughs) yeah and uh so that yeah, I kind of had a problem with that and the fact that, like, I don't know if I'd recognize anywhere I've been from, like, an aerial view of it. Maybe they should have had so... a mountain at the beginning of the movie. D- does that make sense? Well, no, it didn't. No, that makes perfect sense. I was, after I left, I was trying to recover memories from ages one to five. And I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, no, that's not true. I have one of, speak of the devil, Disney World. Oh, a racist experience? <laughs> no, my brother started crying when he saw Chip and Dale like in their costumes. Oh god. Huh. Anyway, go on. Well, no, didn't um didn't he like know a mountain range or something like that? He knew the, a mountain range. Yeah. Wasn't there like a water the tower? Water tower, yeah. yeah. There's the water tower. Clicked. Well, that Only was water tower in remember... So <laughs> So did he I mean the story is basically he remembered nothing and then he the Jude Rocked his memory. Jalebi. The Jalebis knocked his memory, and then he just remembered every detail of it. Oh, you know what? I didn't get, maybe because I'm not paying attention, but I didn't uh, get that he never remembered anything. Yeah, I thought he I just kind of he... pushed it all back. and. Yeah, I like, thought that he yeah. like always had it in there, and that he always knew the name of his town. Or what the f- Yeah, he thought he lived in uh, Gloucesterbury like or something. made-up town, yeah. Yeah, in England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And that it just sort of like 
that gave him the impetus to <laughs> fight the mental <laughs> breakdown he was experiencing. And then Rooney Mara was kind of like, hey, fucking do it. And she also like, did her job, yeah. which is every woman's job in a film, which is to help the guy. <laughs> yeah, tell him to yeah. yeah, and then he was kind of like, was oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> did you no, like his character, Rooney by the way? Fucking... Wait, who? Uh, Soru? Old Soru? I Obviously like everyone loves young Saru. Impossible to dislike that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I find it impossible to just, like... To me, old Saru is just young Saru grown up, and so I'll never be able to <laughs> not be completely in love with him. Yeah, but what about was... Mantosh? <laughs> was Mantosh the brother? About him. Oh, I totally forgot about Mantosh. Yeah. The crackhead brother or whatever? Also, oh, what? also fully in love with him. Mantosh.0. Mantosh.0. <laughs> 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 yeah, see, I didn't yeah. like old Saru, because he was like... His first moment is like, all I give a shit about is money. Fuck everything else. Also, fuck my brother. Yeah, he was a real um, douche. Yeah, so I didn't care for him. Um, I didn't want him to find yeah, his parents. Yeah, but Mantosh was kind of a dick, dude. Who? Mantosh? Now that I'm thinking about it. He had mental it. problems, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, still. He's <laughs> kind of a dick. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking Not about wrong. it, I, I'm, I keep identifying points where they were setting up really specific parts of his personality like he had a strong relationship with his family like he was ambitious like he was xyz um but it still kind of maybe came together a bit generically but that's not specific criticism so I don't <laughs> no know i see what you're saying like the, the dev patel version didn't really continue on the traits that the kid set up pretty well like the kid was like, I'm yeah, strong. I think that's... I'm, I'm a, you know, I can do anything. He was super strong and a little bit I mischievous. <laughs> or maybe it's just because his adorable smile is mischievous, and I'm. Well, no, uh, he was stealing the coal. Um, he's being yeah. he's a badass. He was, he was can hustling. you imagine adult Dev Patel just kind of like lurking around corners stealing shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think that little kid deserves recognition for being the best on-film runner since Tom Cruise. Hmm. He just Since had, like, Tom Cruise, including Tom Cruise. There you go. Oh, hey. <laughs> and he was like the bionic man. He was just like like perfect little form. Just like, he outran so many adults. I know. He was so damn fast. <laughs> and he just he like. so fast. Some people look very stupid when they run. He did have not. you ever seen a lion run? Ooh. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh my god, my heart just skipped a beat. Ooh. <laughs> Um, I did. I did think it was uh, also on the soulless thing that Ethan hit. I, it did. It does seem somewhat like a, uh, like an Oprah book club kind of story. <laughs> I said it was like a forwards from grandma story. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, it was. It, I mean, it's just like it's too feel good, I guess, for me. And it's. Well, the, I mean, the story itself well, is obviously no. incredible, but I feel yeah, like if someone told you that, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" But like as a movie. Yeah, I think I would yeah, prefer but I mean, a documentary. Maybe. Fucking Gudu died. Come on. Oh yeah, God, Gudu. don't remind me. Gudu. Gudu. That sucked. Yeah. That died. That ruined night. my life. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. whole exposition sequence ruined my life. <laughs> and then, then we waited until. Did you guys wait until after the credits? Ooh, <gasps> oh God, I forgot. Yeah. Nick well, Nick an, it's like a Marvel movie. Yeah, there's like an end credit scene. Um. 
you see a hand come through the train tracks and no um, <laughs> what no. i hate you <laughs> no they they do Gudu. they they show like they show gudu and you know yeah i'm like oh wait what oh no i saw the, i mean they saw the like the footage of like the real Saru. they just gave you like a slow-mo um, yeah, callback to the scene he was in and it was oh, like in loving r.i.p reminding me <laughs> that'd be really funny if uh if it was just like Frank from It's Always Sunny showed up, it's like, no, Gudu, he's no, he's been dead the whole time, <laughs> the whole time. You're right. That would have been very funny. <laughs> it would have been appropriate. No, I mean, Ethan, if you want to see the documentary, I think they already did like a sixty minutes of this. So uh, maybe that's well, what you're looking for. Yeah, now it's too late. Okay. I think we really benefited from not having a clue. I yeah, think that the amount sure. that added to our experience, like. Because I agree with everything you guys are saying. I just uh, don't care and don't feel it viscerally. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm just going by the experience that we had, like, not knowing a fucking thing. And then just Mm -hmm. going, whoa. Yeah, they're right, though. It is such an Oprah book club um, (laughs) film. And if you had explained it to me and been like, yeah, it's really cute. And, like, there's a kid. I'd be like, I hate children. (laughs) Yeah. but, But, like, he's Sonny Parwari was his name right yeah yeah he's fucking awesome and i want to see him in every other movie because i don't like kids in movies but i like him yeah him and the kid from room should do a buddy cop movie you're like all crazy about that what the hell's like his name ethan tremblay or something yeah he's great jacob or is that jacob name from from uh due date Jeez, oh my god i think that was Killing the name. references <laughs> we're gonna have to do a corrections on it if i'm wrong hold on well we're doing a live corrections because i'm telling you it's jacob tremblay no no no. i'm saying is that the name of the guy from due date oh okay yeah i'm not I'm gonna look that up we'll, we'll figure it okay. out okay we'll, we'll look it oh, up oh ethan tremblay is the one yeah ah! Ah! how about that good job and that was so a good movie with talk about it journey movie no that's terrible <laughs> we should start pairing movies better like like that though like watch that and like planes trains and automobiles and then just trash due date <laughs> room and the room like what would be yeah. a good pair for this Ooh, one? the room the room and room <laughs> <laughs> um wait for lion yeah lion king mm. no Dumbo. la la land Gosh. um no not la la <laughs> um we do la la land right it's another story about a kid getting lost. You know, Home Alone? Not quite. There you go. Solid. Lost in New York. Yeah, Home Alone, Lost in New York. <laughs> yeah, but those are both gorgeous Don't... films. And yeah. both were ultimately <laughs> affected by that piece of shit, Donald Trump. Oh my god, you're right. Jesus. That is wild. Did you guys think Nicole Kidman was kind of creepy in this movie? Or is that just me? No. Because she had like a dream of owning a black child. That's she was acting her and face. And then like followed. Oh, her you know dream. what? Now that okay, now that I'm reflecting back on this entire movie, it's never going to change my opinion of it. But that little bit about her having a vision of a child, I was like, ooh, like is she leaving out that she was tripping? I, <laughs> yeah. I did like that. Um, he's like, sorry, you never could have your own kids because you know I have this like prepared idea of why, and she's like, I could have had kids stupid <laughs> yeah she shut it down tell you that. yeah really it took them that long to 
have that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> and Faramir had nothing to do with it. He was just fucking out. Was like, he even in the movie? Faramir was in the Barely. movie. He was the best part. Yeah. Um, Excuse me? Every movie no. he's in, do you, wanna, do you really want to defend that? No. No, I don't. What I found weird about uh, Nicole Kidman is that like in the 20-year jump, she actually got 20 years younger looking. <sighs> <laughs> I thought she was already supposed to be Nicole fucking Kidman. I guess so. It's I thought that, she was supposed um, to be like sixty. Marsha and... Clark hair. Yeah. yeah, that old ass hair. She. I thought she was already like they were past the age of being able to have kids. Um... I'm sorry, Marsha, if you're ever listening to this. I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah, you got to cover your ass there. She might come after you. Yeah. She's a big fan. Uh, I thought Nicole Kidman's <laughs> Australian accent was bad. What is that weird to say? <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. I've heard better. Do you think Just that saying. her do you think that her Australian accent, like her natural one, has been affected by oh no, because her husband is Australian. Yeah. So why is she married? Because he's a country singer, Hugh and Jackson? so I always think of him as Southern. No, um Keith Urban. Oh, is he? Wait, what? Yeah, he's Australian, but oh. he's a fucking country singer. Probably, yeah, what about, about Keith Twain. Urban is Australian? Yeah, man. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Are you a big well, Keith Urban fan? Do you feel betrayed? No. <laughs> Can't be that big yeah. if he doesn't know he's from Australia. Like, if you told me out of the blue the name Keith Urban, I would not be sure it wasn't, like, the name of a wrestler. You know what? That's a great point. I have yeah, a question really. for you guys. Ethan and I were talking this week about uh, the most fun accents to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we decided that Indian and Australian and Jamaican are the most fun to listen to. Uh, what would you add to that list or take away from Irish. it? Irish. Yeah, mm. definitely Irish. Okay. I can dig it. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> What's Scottish? Like, like real Not Scottish. Probably Scottish more than Irish, I would say. Like, but, when, like a Scot... There's no lilt to a Scot. No, but like when they yell... It's like a fairy dancing when they on yell, your vocal waves. Or <laughs> when Japanese people yell, like in oh. fucking animes and shit like that. <laughs> you like people yelling at incredible. <laughs> I do. He does. That's why I was invited well, tonight. Yeah. If you need people yelling, you go to Scotland. That's true. Yeah, I don't mean the best accents. I just mean the most fun. Like, I really love uh, Caribbean accents and uh, Australian. Mm-hmm. They just sound fun. And I think it's the roundness, which you also get with the Indian accent. It's kind of a, a, a buoyant kind of accent. Like, cheerful? Yeah. Good do. Yeah, not very, like, not hard. Or hard. Yeah, it's not like Russian or German. Yeah. Or New Zealand, but that's obviously, like, very close to Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't they like hate each other? For sure. Yeah, I'm sorry to all of our uh, New Zealand and Australian listeners. All three of you. You, <laughs> yeah, you're really uh, giving a lot of credit to our fan base and its size. <laughs> I got two strikes. <laughs> so, are there any final thoughts on Lion? Um, does anyone want to put it down as their their must win? It's absolutely yeah. my must win. Yeah, definitely. So this is the one it you guys want win. to win the the Oscar for best. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's going to win the popular and the general. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we can move on uh, to uh, La La Land. Um, this one is Ethan. Want you want to give us the credits on this one? Oh, All right. I'm prepared. Uh, written and directed. By Dave Chappelle, who did Whiplash. <laughs> Starring Ryan Gosling as Seabass, Emma Stone <laughs> as Mia, and John Legend as some asshole. John Legend. I didn't write that. 
And what, what do we got with La La Land? It's a uh, it's a big it's a big uh, big fun song and dance about uh what are they? A waitress. Oh, and, white uh, people. Oh. Yeah, yeah they're, white people. They're too you know white. what? John Legend was the bait I used to get my father to see this film, and he was barely in it, and he was very disappointed. Your dad's a big John Legend fan. Yeah. I have a question. What kind of a man needs bait to go see a Ryan Gosling film? <laughs> Ah, oh, how do we explain, Mark? Yeah, your father <laughs> is a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. Well, there you go. But I don't think he's a Ryan Gosling fan. That's unbelievable. He's not not a Ryan Gosling fan. <laughs> yeah, that's But possible. so I, right before we started recording, I sat him down. I was like, hey, Dad, uh, just for the record, what did you think of La La Land? And he had two responses. And the first one was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like your dad. And the second one was, oh, if it, it was yeah. on TV, I wouldn't miss the Big Bang Theory for it. Wow. <laughs> Let's get him on the pod right now. In his own words, it's no Casablanca. Oh, no, he uh, said specifically it's no Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> um, so I'll say, uh, I guess, kick us off. Um, I definitely I hated this movie forty seconds into watching it. <laughs> the first number was it because of the bad sound mixing for the opening? Um, I'm not an expert in sound mixing. Well, that's not true. I am an expert in sound mixing. I didn't find. Do you remember a problem. single lyric from it? No, I didn't think any of the songs were good. Um, I also hate big dumb dance numbers with characters I don't know. Like out of the, it just seemed very stock. It felt like it's just the kind of thing you. The camera work I thought was interesting because it's like one, you know, very elaborate take. But uh, otherwise, just a bunch of people dancing and singing. You know what drives me nuts? Uh, whenever I watch a movie in one of those, uh, what do they call them, like Cinemark or something, they do that like acapella Coke commercial before the movie. <laughs> You've got a real vendetta about this. I do it. Absolutely. It takes me up to 10 immediately. I am livid. And it's probably ruined movies for me because I'm starting in such a shitty attitude. So this movie had that same kind of grab-ass glee club uh, opening, and uh, I fucking hated it. But here's I got a tip for you. Wait a second. Wait for it. When I left the theater, I felt like I was flown on air. I felt like I had to come back. I felt like I had to come back to Earth. I I did not expect that. Yeah, see? Really? Yeah, yeah, it was was very... very, uh, it just kind of swept me away. Wow. I don't know cute. that it's that good, yeah. but um, it was a good experience. Kind of like you guys were saying with Lion, except I didn't cry. Yeah, you did. I never cry. <laughs> we cried at this one, too. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yourself. <clears throat> I, Your sister cried. I felt sentimental. Yeah. I don't have a memory of crying. No, you But you're... I could understand if you had said, Kat, I fucking looked right at you and you were bawling. I could be like, oh, okay, maybe I blocked it out. No, it, no, it was your sister that was crying. Yeah. Yeah, she was uh, unwell. Everyone was crying except for my father, who was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Did he even stay awake for John Legend? Slip right through I that part. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. The two seconds yeah, he was on screen. Anyway, uh. I um, I had. I wouldn't say the opposite reaction, but. I was a little bit miffed about the buzz around this movie um, going into it, Mm. and 
So I walked in the theater just a little bit on the defensive, and then the opening number happened, and I and I just was like, oh shit, I was wrong. The whole movie's going to be this good and this interesting, and like, okay, I can't hear what they're saying, but like maybe I'll be here, able to hear yeah. what people are saying when there are fewer singers, and that wasn't the case. No, I... Um, but, I'm oh gosh, okay, so you know how like when you're talking to somebody who's like a radical conservative, you get more liberal than you actually are in response to balance it out. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I feel about the aftermath of seeing this movie and hearing all the fucking buzz about it. Like it kind of turned you off when I left that theater. I was like, that was great. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. But like after that, everyone's just like, yeah, best picture, best picture. All right. Oh, no. Slow your fucking roll guys. Have you never seen a musical before? <laughs> I've never seen Lion before. Yeah, no, uh, none of them have seen Lion. No, everyone, no one has seen Lion. But I've never heard of Lion, Lion until we were putting together like the list for this podcast. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why. When did it come out? I didn't even know when it came out. Oh, uh, we saw it like on Christmas, didn't we? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it came out out after yeah. yeah. Okay, so what about you, Anthony? You share you share these these uh, sentiments. You loved it, but you, I mean, uh... I I really liked La La Land a lot. A lot and that's a lot of alliteration yeah but, i agree like I, I really like i i would say oh yeah okay it's probably gonna win best picture but then i saw a lion and i was like fuck that movie yeah <laughs> i could i understood why people were saying that yeah. when we left the theater like but i mean what was we, we had we were talking about it with your parents earlier like um and you, your mom had said you know oh well like it's a good musical movie, and they don't make enough of those, but... They do, if you're by gonna the watch... way. They make too many. I don't like Musicals? Musical movies? Yeah. Not, Not that there are a Chicago? lot, but I mean... Oh, I just no. don't that like them. That shit was fire. But, like, I mean, I think if people want to watch a musical, they already know about musicals already. Like, if they're going to go see La La Land, they already know what a good Broadway musical is. No, that's not this true. Isn't... People will go see because of the names. Really? My father went to see it. Yeah, but, I mean, he kind Not of, because of the names, though. No, we, we kind of dragged him <laughs> along, but... No, but, like, you, you know, like, it's not going to turn people on to... La La Land won't turn people on into musicals, like, the way that, like, Grease did or whatever. Yeah. I don't I know. I, I... Listen, I could understand what you're saying. I'm just not prepared to be like, yes, you're absolutely right. That's fine. For all but... of our listeners to hold me accountable to. All, all three of you. Um, But, okay, what I mean, I guess, is, like... I don't think it's a good enough musical. Do you think because, it, like, no. the two leads can't sing? <laughs> yeah, that, I do that think hurts. that. Um, yeah. And you know what? I don't even think it's that they can't sing. It's that the kind of singing they can do wasn't on showcase with these songs. I don't remember Because I think both of them either. come... Yeah, no, I mean, it's absolutely... Like, there's one that I know because my brother uh, has been singing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. But... Other than that, like, I just, I mean, none of them did it for me. That There's always, like, usually a song in a musical that's like, oh, yeah, that's the clincher. Mm -hmm. Didn't really have one of those. Yeah. Um, I think they, it, the movie went, like, Both of them come from musical without, theater yeah. backgrounds, so it's not like they were incapable. It's just, I don't, it, it the, the mesh didn't. It didn't mesh, did mesh. it? It was a disjointed movie. Oomph. I found myself really enjoying the film and like hoping that another song wouldn't come up 
because I like. Yes, I uh, yes, yeah, I absolutely right. agree. Well, like the the you know, I don't. I'm not thinking of the right word here, but like there was so the songs were few and far between. Mm-hmm. When they That's popped true. up, I was kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah, it was almost like bombard us with it or saw. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. The 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 music to acting ratio is just all sorts of fucked up. And I thought it got better mileage out of its musical bits that weren't actually like singing. You know, the the dancing at the uh, the Griffith Observatory and then the whole uh, ending reverie. I thought were much better than any. I liked the dancing. Um, over the city, like when they're getting their cars, I just like that shot. I didn't care for that. Uh, I mean, you're right. The shot was good. I yeah, just didn't I I thought it went on way too long. Yeah, well, I, th- I, I mean, was like okay. And the song was stupid because it was kind of this like they were really trying to force like an antagonism between them that really was kind of yeah, crazy, I yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. Like no way, we don't have a chance. We hate each other because of one incident. <laughs> right. Uh, Ethan, what about you? You uh, you were holding back your opinion of this movie, although I. Th- got the sense that you hated it or thought it stunk uh no you're wrong i didn't hate it i didn't think it stunk it's just like pretty okay is kind of how i left it overrated i mean at this point you have to say overrated you can't just say it's okay because it's yeah you need to take a hard stand these days uh yeah yeah. it's definitely overrated because people think it's going to win the best picture or that it deserves to win the best picture which it don't uh and it just yeah did any of you guys see the artist no. No. I watched 10 no. minutes of it. Not even 10 minutes. And I hated it enough to just turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Ours is another movie that's like trying to recall all the nostalgia of old Hollywood. And it's like kind of a, more of a gimmick than like anything that carries the movie through. And it's just... It was it was a fine movie, but it's like totally forgettable. And I think La La Land's going to be pretty forgettable like in the future. I thought the songs were catchy, I don't but remember nothing really as much buzz. banger about the artist as i do about this the artist won best picture no i i do remember i know but i didn't know about it until that night yeah Mm -hmm. i I remember a bunch of people like gushing about it but not Uh, i'm sorry that your friends are more sophisticated than my friends (laughs) no they're not it's the internet um (laughs) no but but what i mean is like what i mean is like are you sure they weren't being irony (laughs) kids do like doing that yeah maybe they're doing some irony pretending to like the artist or maybe they were talking no, about I, the I, fartist, I use... that Brian Posehn special. Jesus. <laughs> that's, oh, wow. that's what it's well, called. Really? You know, the, this um, uh, Adam uh, from the website, he did a review of this movie, and he actually wrote, I didn't read it because he uh, warned me not to read it in the first paragraph and said, if you're going to see this, don't read this review. Even though he doesn't really spoil anything. No, he, uh, Adam loved it. He yeah. loved it, and that kind of buoyed me a bit. Because um, I was kind of sad. I mean, my instinct when I see, like, a big light, like, very Hollywood, up-its-own-ass movie, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, you know, all right, preparing to hate. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to hate every second of it. And then his review kind of made me think, like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's something to this. And uh, like I said at the beginning, I hated and I was like, fuck me. And now I got to – I hate when I hate a movie immediately because it's like, all right, now two hours of this. But, and um, you're like fighting against yourself for the whole movie, then. Yeah, That's but I mean, as soon as uh, as soon as Ryan Gosling showed up, I thought it got pretty good. It, it got kind of snappy. It made me laugh. Um, I liked. Uh, yeah, what's his he's name? a real charmer. Yeah, he, I think he's he's pretty funny. He's got good. Uh... I didn't mean that sarcastically. I think he's really really funny. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, and I think as the as the story went on, Emma Stone's character also got more interesting. It was really. 
I don't like when they front load the songs. It's like they did that opening number, and then like you get right to her, and her jackass friends are all gonna go dance. <laughs> um, I I kind of like that song. I don't know. Why I, I don't remember it. Again. I, don't I don't remember all the a music. single thing, but fine. I remember feeling. <laughs> I remember feeling like, oh, I like this, and then no, the music was lovely. Yeah, just yeah, but then I was just kind of like, really what happened after? Like, I I couldn't tell you a single lyric, but. I yeah. remember enjoying it. I just have the Stone for me was so strong the whole time. Like, except for I Cindy. loved her. I love her and everything. I mean, I but wanted them. Do you guys want them she's... to be together at the end? Yeah. I mean, I wanted an explanation as to why I think it was three months was an insurmountable amount of time <laughs> apart. Uh, yeah. what? Yeah, that's my because she's yeah. That's she's my big problem with this whole big movie. jazz city, and he's like, oh, I don't want to go there. Yeah, my whole problem with this entire movie is, like, the stakes are so low. They're just, like, two super attractive white people who just want to, like, have their cake and eat it, too. And then, yeah, like you said, it's three months apart. Like, deal with it. I I like the musicals. Right, I want to understand what happened there. Yeah, that's no Casablanca. Those are some fucking stakes. It's no cabaret. You know what happens in Chicago? She might hang. Chicago? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) There's Nazis in cabaret, people. But even without... There absolutely are. Even without the stakes, though, like, I, I, oh, gosh, Nazis I'm trying to remember how I felt. <laughs> I'm Nazis trying to remember America. how I felt leaving the theater. <laughs> and it was, my perspective leaving the theater was that I thought this was one of the most delightful movies I'd ever seen. And I was, I mean, obviously, like, I was sad at the end, but yeah. on the whole, I really enjoyed myself. And it was, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. But, like, you're, all this stuff is correct. There are no stakes. <laughs> I'm still so mad that they couldn't suck it up for three months. Uh, I I, well, I get kind of ex- sad thinking about the kid, like, who, you know, like, went to four years of, of school for musical theater and, like, maybe had a couple of callbacks for this and then thought it was going to be his big break and then Ryan Gosling accepted the role and then he never <laughs> heard back from casting, even though he's got the most impressive chops of anyone in his generation. You're talking about Miles Teller? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he the person originally cast for this? It was supposed to be Miles Teller and Emma Watson. I gotta say, they upgraded, baby. Yeah, listen, that doesn't do it anymore for me. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I love Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling together. Do not get me wrong. But, like, when I (laughs) found... The way I found out that this movie existed was my brother was like, Hey, uh, you want to make a bet on the Oscars? I was like, what? This is maybe in, like... I don't know. This is months and months and months ago. Before well, your even brother's the, got a problem. The, <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. Before even, I think it was like the LA Film Critics um, picks came out. Hmm. He was like, La La Land's going to win Best Picture. And I was like, what is that? He's like, it's uh, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. And, and I go, no. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what? And I'm like, no, are you joking? No. I mean, I love them. Let no, me constantly no. qualify that. But no, that's not going to win Best Picture. Are you high? And he's like, all right, well, what do you want to bet if uh, it does? And I was like, anything. Literally, I could not be more confident in this. Whoa. And he's like, what'd you bet? He's like, okay. He's like, okay, you have to get a tattoo of Emma Stone's name. And I was like, fine, I don't oh, care. Wow. He's like, yeah, but you have to misspell it. <laughs> Which one? Which I know. word? I think he's going to surprise me. Oh, mm. man. Don't let him talk you into getting Emma Stoned on, because that's just a porn star's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So you don't want to get <laughs> Dude, that. We could do that. That would be good though. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never would have known that. Thank you. No, I would have. I would have. Oh, there like... you go. It's an educational podcast. If anything, try and look up the Oscar odds. Well, for betting. I mean, it's got. But I feel like La La Land's probably got the best odds. Is there a five thirty eight? It's got a boost for. Uh, I mean, just being about like how important it is to make it in Hollywood. Yeah, that's what the os- there the artist did. Yeah, that's why it won. People like. Is that what that movie was about? Really? It was about Hollywood. People, you know, Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. I mean, it, does it also get? Uh, I think you mentioned this, Ethan. Uh, does it also get a white people boost? Uh, it's in black and white. What? So, no. <laughs> I don't know. This movie. Oh, oh this movie. Oh, yeah. of course. It's already won. Yeah. People well, love well, white so people. like, what are like, what are like the white people elements of this other than being about two white people? Uh, the fact that they're bitching that about nothing. The worst thing that happens to them <laughs> is that they're apart for three months. Yeah, like, yeah, they're beautiful. That they and can have, fly. Have perfectly fine lives, but they're not happy. It's like, get over. I it. mean, loving, uh, loving jazz is a white people thing at this point, isn't it? True. Yeah, just lamenting like any, over the death um, of jazz is definitely a white person thing. Wearing wearing vests, it's a very <laughs> thing. Too. If that's true, that's a travesty. Yeah, not I the did. vests thing, the jazz thing. It's oh, hard. Uh, well. oh. Not. I think the vest is more of a trash and a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's um a general. It's hard to put a pin on it, but it was part of what I found disjointed about this movie. And part of it feels like part of the movie takes place in which is a very white people thing in my opinion in like um kind of a disney-fied like muppets movie setting where everything's a little bit heightened oh. and a little bit like the you colors see, mm-hmm. um the colors and just the acting like for instance like when they're walking around and they walk around that movie set and you see the the two leads of the movie set are like kissing and then they say cut and then they start like arguing like really cartoonishly and like animatedly yeah that's what I mean. It's like very like staged, um, almost like you'd get on like a, a like Thirty Rock or like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, just like a, a little heightened kind of reality. Those are both great shows, right? You're absolutely right. That, because I thought I I chose to take those as very purposeful, very like self. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Deprecating. Deprecating. Yeah. But. But you're right, the rest of the, not the rest of the movie, but, like, a lot of the parts of the movie did not follow that tone. And so I kept wondering to myself, like, shit, am I reading too much into that? Am I giving these people too much credit? It well, didn't even cross my mind, to be honest with you. Well, that's the weird like, thing about it. That's not a thing I even thought. Trying to do a musical today is weird because they're trying to have all the, like, realism that, you know, movies today are trying to capture, but also musicals are like so far from reality it's such like a fantasy world that it it's like kind of cacophonous together yeah that's a hell of a word dude boom uh this movie this movie is a macaroon it's colorful Ooh. Ooh. It, it looks oh. it looks delicious but it's sweet it's it's very sweet uh but it's very just it's just air it's very hollow and empty and leaves you wow. unsatisfied Wow, what a off? metaphor. Yeah, that is a good metaphor, dude. Fuck you, Ethan. <laughs> Listen, I I would stop before the full of air thing, but he's not wrong. No, it f- it does seem like it's like catered to white people, basically. It is. It's white super, people love yeah. like, white people do love Flitty is the only word I can think of. Flitty. 
Look at this fucking macaroon over here. Louis sounds just like us. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I loved both of these movies, but I loved Lion five billion times more. Yes. I love Emma Stone. I love Ryan Gosling. I love Rosemary DeWitt. Who's Rosemary DeWitt? Um, She was his sister. Okay, and what else is she in? She was a she was a real bitch. Um, I know her from like United States of Tara. Okay, and Rachel getting married. Mm. Um, weren't you guys just talking about United States of Tara on a your Ratatouille podcast? Yeah, that's very it's been weird. a lot of play lately. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. Mm. I didn't know what it was about, but hearing the premise made me uh, more interested than the title. Because it sounds like such a bad title, not as bad yeah. as Lion, but pretty bad. Yeah. So <laughs> no, it's so, so brilliant. Jared, you said one of these two movies has the worst title and the best title, so you think Lion's yeah. the worst? Oh, Lion sucks. La La Land's a good title for a movie. What? Excuse me? No. <laughs> oh, were you guys were you guys taking that the wrong way at <laughs> yeah. the intro? What the fuck? Well, I mean... You, no, he's fucking with us. No, I'm not joking. Because, like, it's about what do you, L.A. What? And that's like, it's you know, like... a nickname. Well, that's a nickname for L.A., so that's like... And it's specifically a more fantasy, you know... Uh, kind of jibe at you know L.A. and that's what the movie's about. It's about you know it literally a fantasy world where you can fly in the Griffith Observatory, and then also just the fact that they're living. You know the whole movie is about their dreams, so it's you know it's a good title for the movie. Lion's a terrible title for that movie, and you don't even know it till I understand. Lion is an extraordinary title. It is possibly the best title in the history of cinema. Yeah, when you learn about why it's called Lion at the end, you're like, if you can see the card through the tears, (laughs) maybe. Well, I mean, for one thing, like, I mean, if you look up the movie Lion, there's like twelve movies named Lion, which that bothers me because it's just a word. It's kind of like I was talking recently in a, a a group. Twitter about DM life. about uh, bad band names. And some bands just had like the band. Terrible name for a band. <laughs> we were just talking the about band. <laughs> yeah. What do you say was a good band name or a bad one? A bad one? I think I thought I said the band. Yeah, well it was right. America's a pretty bad one too. Yeah, America's terrible. Uh the Who is pretty bad. The Guess Who is the also bad. Right. The Who's famous, but Anyway. anyway, so yeah, I'm sorry, guys, for that. You know, I thought we were coming on this podcast. I thought it was going to be Thunderdome that you guys were going to be Gaga for La La, and that uh, Ethan and I would be the sauerkrauts on this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you had asked us like too. right after we watched the movie, absolutely yeah. loved it. Loved well, that's it. Probably when you first emailed about us about it, for about ages. it. And we're like, "Hey, when are you doing the La La Land episode? I want in." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you? We yeah. only had about. 16 hours in between viewings so i don't know if yeah like we, we it was a short-lived love affair yeah yeah we uh we literally watched la la land and then the next morning we're like oh okay let's go see lion oh there you go you guys love flicks oh yeah love can't get enough I, of them flicks, guys. i think la la land is probably the only movie that's nominated that i would actually like want to see again just because it's really? so easy to watch yeah, Dude, I never want to watch. see the beginning of this movie again. I'll like <laughs> skip forward, like you know, twenty minutes maybe. To, like, that I'll, gra- I'll to the great scene where he's TV, like playing a like... uh, piano, you know, and he's doing it like an asshole in the Christmas yeah. bar. Skip to that scene, and then the rest of the movie's good. Well, the Christmas bar scene is also amazing because J. Jonah Jameson is the manager. Oh yeah. Wait. He was what? underused from fucking Spider Man. 
J.K. JK Simmons? Yes. Just kidding, Oh, Simmons. use their names, dude. <laughs> yeah, J- that's how I know him. <laughs> yeah, we all got J. it. Jay Jonah. And it's very close to his real name. Yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, criminal underuse of that dude. Well, the annoying thing mm-hmm. is that in Thank You for Smoking, his name is like BK something. So I always forget his real name. <laughs> and so I usually will prefer to call him J. Jonah Jameson because I never, I, maybe it's BR. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, no problem, dude. Yeah. Hmm. That's funny. B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if you could put B. Arthur in La La Land, what role would you have put her in? Ooh, definitely John Legend's role. I'd like to see her playing that <laughs> leading like what that band was like the heavy or like Black Joe Lewis or something. It was, it was kind of a good band. Although that sequence, I'm oh like, God, that's amazing. That's, and I think mm. about that every time I watch a, a sequence like that where like a real band is playing and they just play the whole song, and I'm kind of like, why are you playing the whole song? Because like the scene takes like a minute to get across what you're getting across, but then you're like, well, we don't want to cut the song. It's because John Legend's in it, so it's not going to cut John Legend short. I mean, well, at that point, I'd almost forgotten it was a musical. And I'm like, wait, does this count as, like, one of the musical songs? Because this is like... <laughs> oh, I didn't take that to be the case at all. Oh. That is an interesting always, question. Yeah. Yeah. What makes a musical? Because, <laughs> like, they... We've that, just that... gotten to the start of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here for a week. Like, because, um... uh, like, that thing you do isn't a musical, right? Even though they play music in it, and the uh, the same guy is in this movie. Yeah, Spartacus. William H. Scott. What's his name? John. Macy. John William Scott. Yeah. Plays the her hubby, the real winner. Tom Everett Scott. Yeah, oh, there that's you go. It. Yeah, Ethan, you're getting off the hook. You don't have to do the fact checking on this one. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on Reddit. Did I ever mention that that guy reminds me of you? I think just because you have the same kind of hair. Tom Everett it's Scott. Like... He reminds me of Ramsey Bolton. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he really does now that I think about it. But back in the day, um, he reminded me of you, Ethan, even though I guess he got closer to my eyes, but close to your hair and face. Yeah. And charm. And my, yeah, my, yeah, definitely my charm and my handsomeness. Yeah, your, your drumming ability. <laughs> and he was really into jazz, and that was kind of pretentious in that movie. Oh, in that movie, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm all about jazz. I'm not into being insanely successful like I am. I mean, that was the same as this movie. It's like, Emma Stone's like, oh, that, that band sucks that you're making a bunch of money off of, finally. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, even fuck though it's, off. It's clearly, I mean, it's a good band. I, I, yeah, it's a fine band. Yeah, and I couldn't get the sense, is like, is he supposed to hate the band? Because he seems like he's having a good time. Yeah, you got to play that cool, like, gummy keyboard thing fucking tron keyboard yeah that was awesome yeah i want one of those you know what it's just occurring to me that like (laughs) not only not only are Hmm. they like advocating for ryan gosling as the sort of figurehead for the return to the purified jazz like they're setting him up against John Legend, one of the only people of color in this fucking movie, as the guy who's <laughs> fucking up jazz. Yeah. Really, guys? Really? Yeah, Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. That really, it just, yeah. it just occurred to me, I, like, I and did, uh, I'm like, aggravated. Yeah, like, I did think, like, oh, wow, John Legend, he's literally the only black guy in this movie, <laughs> and he's the dick in the movie. Well, the guy's, but, like, I didn't hu- think... the lady's husband's black, but he doesn't get any speaking roles. And the two black people on the pier who also don't get speaking roles. 
I really thought they were going to well, join I mean, in that song, and I was like, that's kind of neat. You don't see, like, overweight, elderly people joining in on uh, musicals, and then they just didn't. Yeah. That would have been yeah. badass. Who would have saved this movie? <laughs> I mean, I didn't think it needed saving. I, I think it was one of those movies no, that, No, I like, still uh, loved it. Like, kind of like the, 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 who's, the, what, the Star Wars, not the most recent one, but the one before that, where it's kind of like it was fun, but I know that it wasn't that good. Wait, like the prequels? No, no not the prequels, the one with, uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, those, were, those were neither fun nor good. <laughs> no, those weren't. But, but that one was, it was fun, but, um, you know, probably a bad movie, and probably if I saw it again, I'd grow to hate it. I don't think quite the same about this, but it definitely was more exhilarating than it was like a solid movie. Yeah, this is the only one that I've actually seen twice. Oh, well, then you can back up that claim from earlier. It, it doesn't really move the needle one way or the other if you see it a second time. Hmm. Well, how about closing thoughts on this one from uh, from downtown Rhode Island? I love Emma that's, Stone. That's you guys. Okay. Uh, I love... Is it Sonny Pawar? Yeah. Sonny Pawar. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, yeah, I wasn't even no doubt he's my hard man of the podcast. Oh, oh don't break ahead of us. <laughs> Sorry. Or Rosemary DeWitt, and that's all. What, you got? Hard. what about you, San Antonio? Well, who's that? Oh. Really? <laughs> I actually live Fuck near Santa. <laughs> like, La La Land is, I'm just going to say, it's a movie that I would have playing on tv like as background noise hmm. in the future and like yeah. it's not a movie that like like if someone came in i'd feel embarrassed like to have on <laughs> i'd be like oh yeah it's not it's not all in it's That's a, movie. a lot for you i know uh oh shit i was meant to find out if everyone thinks that the message of this movie was that you can't have it all mm. yeah i wrote oh yeah this is very important well, I, I thought the message was that you shouldn't get married. That's, that's <laughs> the way you look at every movie now. You got problems, man. You go to a dark <laughs> I'm place. sorry that Hollywood has a real anti-marriage theme going on lately. Well, or well, anti-relationship. Isn't the, I mean, isn't the message of the movie that you can have it all if you stick with Ryan Gosling, but if you don't, then you can't? Because she would have had it all, right? She would have had... But he wouldn't have... Well, Right? Yeah, he would have had it all too. They both would have had it all. They were successful white they people. They would have in had Hollywood. different alls. Oh no, he wouldn't have had the the jazz club. He didn't have the club Someone and their house right. was slightly smaller. Yeah, but they would have had a boy I mean, they... instead of a girl, so that's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that says they couldn't have it all. Well, they weren't together. That's part of it all. But yeah, let's say they they stay together. She goes to wherever to shoot the movie for three months, and then he opens the club. Like, what was stopping him from doing that? Yeah, especially this I mean, my, once he's my like married to a successful film. artist or a successful yeah, actress, like we we don't know what went on like in the fucking three months. Oh my god! So like, she was banging Ethan I mean, Everett Scott or whatever the whole time. Maybe like you met him on the plane on the way there, and they immediately. Oh, La La Land (laughs) too. Yeah, no. So like, I just, I people keep saying to me like, oh yeah, she's not as happy with her husband, and she settled, and she had to make the practical choices. I'm like, no, we just didn't see them fall in love. We don't have another two hours on our hands. (laughs) Yeah, like it's not like she's 
gonna, just gonna be like, oh, I'm rich and successful. I'll just go with this fucker. Like, <laughs> she had to have fallen in love with them or something. He's got a sick, like, baby blue Volvo, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good Red reason to marry him. It seemed like the uh, maybe the inspiration for this movie because I always I was telling Ethan as we've gone through this I've been thinking do do these movies have that extra secret sauce that kind of makes it feel more like something worthy of an Oscar compared to just like a good movie and I think that the thing that I assume Adam was talking about when a he publicist said, <laughs> well not not that it deserves that it will get an Oscar but that in my head it kind of elevates it you know above just a movie yeah. that I'd see and you know whatever. Um, I assume I, I took Adam's warning as there's some kind of big twist in this movie. And I, I take that ending as kind of being that the whole alternate ending. But looking back, it's kind of like someone saw the Simpsons alternate ending of Casablanca, where for uh, old people who can't handle the sad ending, it's just like I love you, let's get married. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's just put that in this movie, but then like make it a fake out. Yeah, yeah. I guess what would have happened if we had just seen them see each other in the club no flashback sustained eye contact and then we get to think about what that means like, i mean i think that ending sequence was worth it for so, i love i love the sequence for mm -hmm. sure that would be interesting to see it without the sequence though you could but do like, that yourself you could edit it i bet don't just don't skip. fucking tell me how to live my life <laughs> um, no i I mean, you could you could like experiment with like a focus group and be like, "All right, you're gonna watch this movie," and then just like cut out the sequence. Like, what did you think? And then do it again to another group and show the sequence. And then I don't know have what I'm talking about. Have you guys seen New York, New York? Yeah. No, no. That's the musical that Scorsese did with what Bobby De Niro. It's great. You should see it. Bobby De Niro Wait, and what? Uh, Liza Minnelli. Yeah, it's so no. Good. But it I've didn't never get like, heard of this. yeah, it didn't get a lot of love because partly like right at the end, it has like a really long musical number that just kind of recaps the entire movie and it didn't mesh well. People thought it was like weird and uh, made the runtime too long, but it works because it's like a great musical number. And it's funny that like they do it in this one and everyone loves it. It still works. Yeah. <laughs> I am Way before it's a huge sucker for like an ending sort of not like recap. Maybe it's maybe it's sometimes recap, sometimes like really fast montage of like alternate universes, future, all shit like that. Like I can excuse so much shit in a film if they have a really emotionally powerful one of those at the end. Mm. Or even in theater. I saw the stage version of like what is that? Natalie Babbitt. Oh, oh Tuck Everlasting. Yeah. Uh Sorry Whoa. to Natalie Babbitt, but it sucked until the end, which had this gorgeous dance number that showed little girl growing up after she chose not to like live forever. And hmm. it like it had me on my goddamn knees, I was and I was just see like, that. <laughs> <laughs> it closed on Broadway after thirty days. <laughs> but it so that does the exact same thing. Like it, it really like that sort of thing can excuse so much shit for me. So I agree with you. Like it should have been kept in. I don't, I highly doubt that there was ever a focus group that ever cut it out i feel like that that would have been completely antithetical no. to what the director wanted especially then there wouldn't even ha like there wouldn't be a big dance number in the movie except for the <laughs> intro <laughs> that's true well, the, yeah yeah well, the coordinated you know 
checks I, the box. Yeah, it, get, it gets a good, like, directorial, uh, you know, kudos. That looked like it was difficult to set up. So, kudos. Kudos. Uh, I feel like kudos. Kudos. So, you want to move on to corrections, Eve? Oh, yeah, sure. We can do that. We've, had, we've, we've um, set our yeah, we piece. Set all of the pieces. So, yeah, we're going to look back on the last episode. Uh, that was not a someone... good one. I don't think that was good. <laughs> what did we even talk about? We talked about oh, all the was... black people movies. All the black... <laughs> we didn't black do them justice. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we, we, we what did you guys that. think in, like, one sentence? They were I, all good. I couldn't but, listen to him. But, um... Except for Hidden Figures. The blacker Moonlight's they good, were, the better they good. were. Or at least yeah. the fewer the fewer white people involved, both on screen and behind the camera, the better the movies were. Yeah, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. There you go. So, oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's <laughs> your one sentence. Uh, I think so that last... says it all. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember well, when we, it came out. We were up. originally going to see Hidden Figures, too. <laughs> it wasn't out for Lion, another yeah. two weeks. And we were so like, upset. We were like, what the fuck? All right, well, I guess we'll go see Lion. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad should go see Hidden Figures because it has the guy from Big Bang Theory in it as a racist. He'll never trust a movie recommendation <laughs> I give role. again. <laughs> yeah. The role he was born to play. <laughs> they didn't even tell him he was acting. They just said, react to this person working with you. Wait, oh I don't know which one you mean. <laughs> they even say it was set in the fifties. <laughs> That's just how he dresses and acts. Jim Parsons. Yeah, Jim Parsons. Yeah, I love that guy. What a delight. He was in the Muppet movie. This this podcast got a lot of connections. Wow, that guy gets around. Slut. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So I don't know when it came up, but at one point we mentioned uh, Dial M for murder. And we were unsure whether or not it was a play, and it in fact was a play by Frederick Knott. I have... Oh, last week. Last week. Yeah, these are all last Got week. Things we're not doing a recap I was like, we certainly did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where have you been? A fast-paced dance musical uh, recap of the podcast itself at the end of the podcast. I'm dancing right now. Uh, we you also... guys should run corrections as true or falses with your guests for the episode. We can do that going forward. Okay. Just read the next one. There is, you go. Is Here's this true or false? <laughs> yeah. All right. Is the author of what's known as the alphabet series of airport novels, like A is for <laughs> Apple. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't <laughs> like alibi or something. Or... <laughs> yeah, A is for alibi. <laughs> B is for brutally murdered or something. <laughs> so is the author of that series Susan Sarandon, true or false? <laughs> true. Pass. Incorrect. Sue Grafton. Sue Grafton. No. Okay. Oh, God. We can skip the fence of cinematographer. No one gives a shit who that was. Yeah. And can we skip the next one, too? Yeah, we can skip. <laughs> no, we should mention. Yeah, okay, we can skip that one, too. Who gives a shit? We can actually skip all. None of these are important. I don't know why I wrote them down. None of them are good. Well, the Dial-In for Murder one I was, <clears throat> I was thinking about. Okay. We did kind of mention that on the podcast, then. Yeah. All right, so that's all of them. We'll do the last one just for the sake of giving another true or false. All right. Well, I'll give you a, an either or. Uh, John Goodman's character in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Is his name either A, Big Dan, or B, Big Tom, or C, Big Big Boy? 
All right, we're going to eliminate C. <laughs> well done. Now pull your own weight, Anthony. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Are you? Are you really? What was B? No, I'm going to go with A. Big Tom. Big Dan was A. A is right. Yeah, Big Dan T. Yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. Hey guys. So who is the hardest man of this podcast? Of the uh, of the two movies we saw, who's the hardest? Hmm. Yeah, Rhode Island first. While you're thinking about it, I will think. I want to just be an asshole real quick. Go and say that the fences cinematographer. <laughs> is, <laughs> All right. Is no, no, no. It's important because there are never really any lady DPs, but it's Charlotte Christensen. Yes. There you go. And not we some should... lady, as Jared said. Yeah. <laughs> we should also we should also mention that she didn't do a very good job. Ooh. Oh, shit. I mean, that's why we were talking yeah, about we her. Didn't, I, oh, uh, mm. Well. That's a good movie, that's, though. That's on me, then, everybody. <laughs> so the hardest man is John Legend. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Gonna go with that. Is that Ethan, a reason? What about you? <laughs> Yeah, me. Uh, I think it's pretty clearly J.K. Well, John Simmons. Le- John Legend was willing to set fire to uh, the entire culture of jazz, so <laughs> okay. I guess that's pretty hard. Yeah, yeah there you go. J. Not K. as Simmons. hard as a guy. Yeah, he fired the kid on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, hard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The line is so great. He's like, "It's Christmas Eve." He's like, "Yeah, I see the, I see the fucking decorations." <laughs> the decorations, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he oh, he's he's, he's kind of an automatic choice. It's I don't know if you can cast him as not the hardest man in a movie. He's a win. I'll go. J.K. Um, Simmons, you mean? Yeah. yeah. The hardest man. I was gonna go uh, with who is the asshole brother in Lion, the crackhead. Mantosh. Mantosh. He did not give a fuck, and if you say it a, a, an odd word at him, he'll start beating his own face in. <laughs> so, there you go. I thought the other brother was more of an asshole. Who leaves a little baby at the train station? Gudu? Yeah, Gudu. Speaking bad of Gudu? Well, he's a Gudu. idiot. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. First off, don't take the kid with you. Yeah, I mean, Come he, on, he, man. he got what was coming. Yo! No! <laughs> bad! Go sit in the corner. <laughs> I mean, he, all right, he learned his lesson, and he won't do it again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he won't do anything again. Oh, wow. Gudu. Oh, I forgot I'm that was a real I'm gonna stick person. with uh, Rosemary Dewitt for mine. I think. There she goes. She didn't give a shit about that. Uh, the reference that he gave to that she seat didn't. because Hoagie Carmichael sat on it. Hoagie. Yeah, Carmichael. she was. She was a real <laughs> snappy like, bee. Walked in and was like, "Fuck you!" And then was like, "Oh, okay. it's my favorite quality in a person." Yeah. Yeah, she was like the only like real person in that movie. Yeah, she kind of came in from like a movie with a better script. Like yeah, she just walked onto the set. <laughs> Coincidentally, she was also the only one not actually from La La Land. Ah. Oh. Huh? Well, like, she wasn't the only one that lived there in the movie. Everyone else in that movie oh. lived in La La Land. Wait, where does she live? I don't know. She's fucking not there, though. Where does she live? Like, like Montana? Like Island or yeah, something. or some shit. Yeah. Uh. I mean, was she just, like, from, like, like Orange County? Or was she from, like, I don't know. a it's different it's... state? Ugh, the sticks. <laughs> in Newport. No, I'm I'm pretty sure like didn't didn't oh God, she we say she, she was like Newport. from somewhere else? I don't I don't remember that. That's how much I, I don't remember that at all. I just remember her being I'm just imagining so things, rude. Yeah. They could have recast I, I her as it. Maggie Gyllenhaal, right? And not Mr. Beat. 
as like if Maggie, if Maggie Gyllenhaal made a cameo and no. Rosemary DeWitt just played Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, no. If uh, if instead of Rosemary DeWitt, Maggie Gyllenhaal played that role. Oh, I mean, she could have done it so well, but I think they're so different. Hmm. Well, that's more for anyway. us to discuss <laughs> next time, folks. Yeah. The conflict so of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so if you have any questions or hate mail, uh, you can be the first to fucking email us at hardmentopleased at gmail.com. You follow us on Twitter, and you would still be one of the first to do that, at hardmentopleased. <laughs> Uh, subscribe and rate on iTunes also among the first and uh, feel free to give us a comment yeah. we need them next week what are we doing Heath next week we're doing Hacksaw Ridge and Manchester Cheeto by the Sea there we go and that'll wrap it up and that'll, and that'll be, be that'll be our, our final uh, I guess not predictions but what we think should win oh what's your yeah, top we'll... right now you guys both have Lion as your top Ethan what do you have now still Still Moonlight. Still Moonlight. That's hard for me, but uh, I think I gotta say Moonlight too. Mm-hmm. I think Moonlight's the only one that stands a chance against La La Land. It's gonna be uh, Blood in the Streets if La La Land beats Moonlight. Probably not, because no one saw Moonlight, but whatever. Because of the implication. Yeah, I get it. Alright, well... That's uh, all for us uh, this week. We love you, listener. We'll see you next week. Love you. Thanks for coming on, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.